0: Hello everybody, AMG Hobby Talk podcast, we are back this week. I want to say chock full of a couple of different things, we're going to go in a couple of different categories and we're going to get an in-depth breakdown of some Pokemon, Sherry's going to share and drop some knowledge on us on this one, so we're going to have some fun with it. So let me go around the horn here first, Blair, how are you today?
1: I am dandy.
0: Wow, dandy, fantastic, <laughs> glorious. Steve, collector of the scalps, collector of the people, collector of thoughts.
2: Uh I am very excited to be here this morning. Because it should be a nice, easy
0: day for me. There you go. There. You go. We'll, make, we'll get you to work a little bit off the top, but uh, you yeah. you already know that's coming. So we'll, we'll definitely touch on that here. Sherry, how are you doing?
3: I am so fabulous.
0: Wow, fantastic. Well, you know who else is fabulous? We got a lovely picture. So we've got not one today. You're getting bo- you're getting bonus, not a bonus player, but this time you're getting two two visits to Steve here in our little s- <laughs> showcase here of. Pictures and images, but the first one is actually going to come via Steve here. Steve, go ahead. Set yourself up. You got picture ready. <laughs> right. uh, I just
2: wanted to say happy 23rd birthday to my son Broden, um, and I thought this was the uh, the best picture to uh, show us in our element. That's
3: awesome. Well done. Happy birthday. Well done. There
2: you go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Perfectly, perfectly done. He's down. So I'm going to shift over. Yeah, Probably
0: warmer uh, down there than here. Oh, okay. So what I'll do here is I'm going to start off. Actually, I'm going to skip a couple pictures ahead because this one will touch on Steve. So this one actually was shared a little while ago. I think I saw it on the social media, but I thought it was such a good picture. I wanted to share it before uh, before we moved on. So this was actually a little display that was done for Steve's pic. I, I, what really sold it for me is our crap could be uh-huh. your crap. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That's marketing 101 right there. I, I just appreciated it. Uh, you know, we got the CFL stuff going on there. And like I said, it's not a new picture. It's a little bit older, but I did come across it and I had it archived here. And I thought I just thought I would include. See, Steve, also marketing guru. Few people know. <laughs> Our crap could be your crap. If that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. <laughs> so, so I wanted to make sure I covered that. That's some nice crap. There you go. Exactly. So, all right. Let's talk about two events that we had. So first we had the trade night, and then we also had the card show. So starting off with trade night, here I got a nice little collage. So I'm going what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to drop the side. I should be able to hide the sidebar for you. There you go. Makes it a little bit bigger. So we've got a nice little collage of images. There's a lot going on here. Uh, so anyone who wants to give me a little bit rundown, how was your experience with trade night? On the second collage, we're going to have a, l- a couple of Blair appearances as well. So uh, first I'm going to show the first one, and then uh, anybody wants to share any thoughts or memories or stories from trade night, please. Now's the time.
3: Yeah, no, Trine, it was awesome. It was also uh, the release day of Paldean Fate. So it was a very Pokemon heavy evening, lots and lots of new faces, which was really great to see. Um, not much hockey action going on. It was kind of surprising, but it was really nice mm-hmm. to see the Pokemon community really coming out and getting together.
0: Very nice. Yeah, very
1: nice. no, I agree. It was, uh, it was actually a fun atmosphere. I must say not to, shine off anything on the hockey or sports collectors but um it seemed like a lot of new young it it was just it was i looked around a couple of times and, and up by the orange couch there was a group of like seven or eight people just busting uh the etbs and having a great time and um some people were set up in the back attic area too and it was um it was a fun atmosphere i must say it was it was surprising like you said a lot of a lot of
0: new faces, so uh, it was uh, it was a fun day. Good stuff, good stuff. So as I went through, like I said, we put a little collage together of a bunch of the different pictures that I was provided. So at the two bottom of the images there, we got Blair and his element helping out a couple of folks. And even here, and this is why I say, like, I got to make sure I <laughs> instruct him correctly. I see Blair with a phone. Yeah. Blair, <laughs> Phone. You know what you can do with phone? Videos and pictures, Blair. Videos and pictures on the phone. So now I know there's no excuse because look right there. That's me. Yeah. Yes. he's doing a
3: video. It was uh, a couple of our regular customers uh, doing some box breaks. And it it was a fun time, especially watching Blair do his videos. And then on the other side there, you have our wheeling and dealing one of our number one customers doing a deal with Blair.
1: (laughs) Very nice. This little guy, he, he, he sandbagged me all evening. <laughs> I, I don't know what I did, but I, I think the store's out easy. A hundred bucks. He's a, he's actually a fun kid. He comes in and he's got, uh, he's got some cards ready to go. He wants me to buy them and trade or, uh, get some fresh packs. So he's, he's, yeah. he's up to the challenge for sure.
0: We've already talked about the sneakiness of the kids. He's the, yeah,
1: he's the, he's the one.
0: He's the ringleader. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So now we're going to get into a little, uh, what I'll call the Pokemon corner. So Sherry, here it is. It is your, it is your time to shine. This is where you're going to drop the knowledge on us because uh, we're relying on you. So first I'm going to start off with a favorite of mine. I'll start off with that one. First, we got (laughs) the the old cheese string them on. Like, you know, it's important. These are important things. We got to make sure we, we got to make sure we at least address and touch on it briefly. All right. Second one here. So this one, uh, when Blair sent it to me, I believe my exact reply was, well, it looks fancy. I don't know anything about it, but it looks very fancy. Uh, so Sherry, (laughs) can you, can you, can you help me out beyond fancy?
3: Yeah, no, this is um, from the new set pal day and fate. So this is one of the special illustration rares, one of the top cards to get there's probably, I'm going to say five to seven that are more, more popular than others, but, um, Mm -hmm. I believe this one was pulled by actually one of the kids. It was one of the first ones pulled and um, Blair might be able to speak more on that part, but yeah, no, it's a, such a nice looking card. And you can't even get the full effect of the art on this card in the photo, but it's no. really nice.
1: Yeah. It was pulled by a family. They, they come in, uh, quite often by uh, purchasing Pokemon. So, uh, yeah, I just heard a little commotion and I kind of <laughs> looked over and then I went over to see and sure enough, they had, uh, they had pulled a Charizard, so um, early sales, like, it's, it's pretty strong. I was just having a quick peek, so uh, there's some sales of, you know, upwards of almost 200 US um, for that card, so it's pretty strong right out of the gate.
3: Very good, very good. Yeah. Great card All to right. read.
0: So you can get a little bit of sneak preview. You can see kind of a corner what's going on there. So <laughs> here's a second appearance of Steve. In the show now he's holding some boxes here so sherry this will be where i'm going to lean on you and i've got the close-ups of the boxes so first we got steve holding the boxes uh there in the shop by the way also a nice shot of the back of the shop there so the image works on levels we got that plus you get a little more of the collector the people collector, the scalp so a little bonus there (laughs) but so you're holding two boxes and what i can see there is you got pokemon and you got like a super mario thing going on here uh, obviously when you combine these two kind of IPs, it's a big deal. And from what I understand, it's quite the, it's quite the find, but I don't know too much about it. So can you, can you give us a little background on what this is?
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm right there with you, Carlos. I know nothing about this product. Uh, so this, this nice gentleman walked in with a, he had his newborn with me. I don't know if that was part of the sales pitch or not, but I, I couldn't say <laughs> no, but yeah, he just showed me these two interesting Pokemon boxes. Um, I didn't even really get excited about them because, again, I, I'm not a Pokemon guy. Um, but he told me they were they were quite valuable, and so then when I looked them up online and saw what they were selling for, um, I was I was in shock, um, and they were they were quite expensive. Where I, I'm not that familiar with with this product. Um, very good guy that was willing to work with me. Um, he allowed us to to consign the product for him. Um, Mm -hmm. So he'll be happy to know that we were able to move this product for him. So uh, he stepped up and said, I have more important things to take care of with a newborn. So he was willing to let this product go. The amazing thing was when he bought it in 2016, he paid less than $100 for it. So Mm -hmm. I will pass it over to Sherry (laughs) <laughs> uh so she can tell you what the heck it is because i still don't know <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah so this uh came out exclusively through the japan pokemon center back in october 2016. Um, it was basically uh nintendo did a mix of the two top franchises pokemon and super mario so and they came out with that like steve said it was selling for under hundred dollars it was limited quantities um only available online through the japan center and it kind of took a little back seat from there and then in the last couple of years kind of came about it's a very rare box you can't there's not many out there to get if you do find it in a raw card so the items inside um, the mario pikachus and the luigi pikachus in the green box if you do come across those in raw form it there's a pretty good chance they might not have a true authenticity to them just because those cards that were pulled they were pretty well graded right away um so you definitely want to be careful of that but to see this come into the store it's it's definitely rare so then in the box you have the box the sleeves the two promo cards so in the red box would be the mario pikachus one full art, one hollow um, They are actually, I just did a little check on them this morning. So the full art was average sale price recently was around 8,000 for a PSA 10. So anywhere between 7,000 to 8,000 mark is where that one has been selling. Um, The Mario Pikachu, the 293 card, that one's about in the 2,500 range. So this box has been selling, I think between the two and 3,000 range it was previously as well um Mm -hmm. so a lot of people if they get their hands on this box they're going to open it to send those cards in and be great at then Mm -hmm. kind of the same deal with the green box the luigi and the pikachu the full art was going for about forty eight hundred as a psa 10. there's the two promo cards in that as well and then the other one around 1500 but very scarce rare to come by but really nice looking cards
0: Nice, nice. That's no, perfect. Uh, so that's why that's why we leaned on Sherry on this one to drop the knowledge a little bit because obviously we got the two boxes, but we don't know what the difference is. So I, I'm not familiar with it at all. But it's good to know there is a differentiator between what's the contents yeah. of one box. Of
2: and and Kyle, um, another well, side sorry. note to that as well, um, the buyer of them, he's familiar with them. He said it's one of the most faked products because it's worth so much money. Yeah. So it just so happened that Brad was flying to Toronto on business over the weekend and our buyer, uh, who's from the States, he knew a Pokemon guy in Toronto. So, uh, again, the consigner allowed us to take the boxes all the way to Toronto to have them authenticated to finalize the deal. So, um, again, it's nice that the consigner was able to trust us and, and work with us uh, to have these boxes authenticated. And I understand the buyer, too, before you you know fork over that kind of money, you want to make sure that. The items legit so yeah everything all the stairs were in alignment on this and uh i'm looking forward to uh to paying this gentleman
0: yeah You're good there go ahead i think you were you wanted to chime oh in sorry go no on. just, just a
1: side note i don't like talking about things that i haven't seen or whatever but i guess it just generated a little chatter in store too with you know i was chatting with a couple of pokemon people and explaining what i had so one of our customers um you know somebody who knows a guy who knows a guy but it's a friend of his that apparently has a couple of these cards and is Mm -hmm. thinking about great now like sherry said back to that story you think they would have graded them by now but some people are a little leery you know like like to hang on to the Mm -hmm. cards and stuff but so a couple of these cards may be coming through the shop to get graded but uh, we'll have to wait and see see and i
3: think i've seen there's a couple sales on the pair going anywhere from Twelve to fourteen thousand for the pair, um, wow. because there is the two promos in each one. Like I said, the green is the Luigi, the Luigi Pikachu, and then the red box is the Mario Pikachu. So mm-hmm. they are nice mm-hmm. looking cards.
0: Yeah, very good. But I think uh, to that point, though, I I, I, ha- I do know a lot of collectors, not not in Pokemon per se, but even in like vintage and things like that, where they have something, where they it's nice condition and they know that it is valuable but they don't really have a sense of it like like they know in the in the abstract that it has value obviously because it's a nicer card or a more premium card or whatever the case may be but they've had it in their collection for a long time like this case would be a little bit different because this is more recent product relatively speaking but a lot of people just don't know they might know like i said in the abstract that it has value and everything but their thought doesn't immediately go to like oh well if you grade it and grades out very well then it puts a multiplier on that value because it also makes people who would be willing to shell out the big dollars more comfortable especially given what you said about the counterfeiting about there being fakes and things like that so if somebody's going to shell out big money you know if the box is sealed and they're comfortable with the seal that's one thing but if it's a single and it's just sitting in a top loader then they're really going to have to scrutinize it very carefully because there's a comfort level when you're shelling out big dollars and uh, the bigger the transaction, the more the person is going to want comfort, assurances, whatever can be offered. And that's that's where that can come into play. I was just going to ask Steve. actually.
1: Steve, Steve's next door, but I got a question for him. <laughs> did, did the gentleman who brought these in, did he know what they were selling for? Did he know some of the... Oh, absolutely. Because, was- again, okay. they weren't overly impressive to me
2: because I didn't know what they were. And something from 2016 coming from the vintage world, I, you know, I had no idea that, you know, something that new could be so valuable. So, yeah. uh, no, he, he knew what he had. okay, And, uh, but it was one of those things. He just never knew how to, to sell it. And now of course, with his newborn, uh, he decided now was the time and, and I can respect that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And just to kind of touch, um, we're talking about authentic items and such, um, kind of plays into the card show over the weekend with Pokemon. I had made my way around to just about every table at the show and Mm -hmm. especially seeing a lot of younger kids at the tables with Pokemon cards. There was probably three or four tables that I had to stop and give some advice on items because the cards were not real. We've been seeing this a Mm -hmm. lot more often lately with um, kids getting cards from Amazon or wherever they might be coming from. And it's really easy to tell very quickly uh, that that card is not real. So just be wary of any cards from Amazon that you might be looking at. You can pretty well tell if they're, they're darker, the vibrancy of the item is not there. And if there's some lines going straight vertically down, it kind of looks like the hollow, but it's not. Um, So I just kind of want to make a note on that for the kids to just watch when you're trying to sell or trade or buy to double check those cards. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've had a few uh, we've myself and Steve, for sure. We've dealt with a few people that have come in with little binders and we're going through and, you know, uh, they want to sell a few and, um, yeah, we've highlighted a few cards in people's binders that are definitely fake, and like Sherry said, they are they are pretty easy to tell because they they don't look. Most of them, you time. know, there's there's some big differences. So uh, yeah, yeah, come to the store and get your Pokemon.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, well done, well done by you. Uh, I, but you can kind of playing into what I said earlier, though. That so now you can see that um, I, I, I once I saw the images and everything, I go now we're we're entering right into Sherry's wheelhouse here. <laughs> Be able to drop the knowledge. This is the this is the time. Yeah. Y'all were ready. Now nah, now you know. Now you know.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. So now we're going to go through a couple of other cards here. So we got a couple of UFC cards here from Immaculate, which has been a, kind of a fun product that we've been able to feature a couple different times here. Mm-hmm. So we've got here a dual autograph. Again, I go back to what I said earlier. I would love for these to have been on card. I think it would have added a little something. With the design, it would have looked a little better. These stickers kind of stick out like a sore thumb a little bit on this type of design. But nonetheless, it is a cool cool card to have uh, for the various fighters if you're into it. So this one's out of 25 here. We've got uh, Glover Texchera. Uh, who I'm familiar with. The other one right now, not so nice. much because I'm not quite up on my UFC. Go ahead. Nice pronunciation on that one. I I think it's close. I think it's close because I am familiar with with this fighter. Now this one I'm not familiar with this one, uh, but I do love the fact that it's a glove card. I think that's kind of neat uh, as far as yeah. a um, as far as a memorabilia piece. So they've got gloves. This one's numbered to eight. Even though, like I said, it's a small image of the fighter. If you're going to have a, a memorabilia piece this large it's kind of what you expect from immaculate, but a pretty cool looking piece. And I love the fact that we were able to get the UFC on there as part of the glove. So I think that's a nice uh, addition there. And then we finalize here with two tickets from the Olympics of Barcelona. Steve, do you want to lay out a little bit of what's going on here?
2: Yeah, so uh, we've had these for a little while, Mm -hmm. uh, again, on consignment. And we didn't really market them a whole lot lately. But recently, we did uh, put them on eBay. And the interest really spiked. And I actually had I like proving people wrong. I had some people come in and say, uh, well, it's only a PSA one, or there's probably lots of those out there. And uh the proof is in the pudding. There's actually only six of these that have ever been graded. Um, so they're extremely rare. And of course, it's the dream team. Um, and the size of the ticket, so you would have been over in Barcelona with your with your game ticket, uh, and when you go into the game, now what do you do with it? So of the 18,000 or so at the game, how many of these you know are still around or made it back to North America? But anyway, yesterday um, we sold them for $12,000. So um, I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> but anyway, uh, no, it's really neat when you sit back and think about it. Um, you know, it was definitely a momentous uh, team that, that will go down in history. And like I said, just the size of the ticket probably makes it a really scarce item. So once we started uh, getting a little aggressive with promoting them a little bit, uh, lots of offers came in and stuff like that. Uh, and again, it's all about the consigner, So he's thrilled uh, and he had no idea until we kind of, uh, you know, told him, man, this is something special. Um, so yeah, he's,
0: he's, uh, quite pleased as well. Excellent. Excellent. So a nice variety. I did kind of lead, uh, you know, I was actually doing on the last week's live stream on my channel and then on the podcast, which is already just dropped a couple minutes ago. What's funny is I mentioned specifically this episode was going to have a nice variety of stuff. So now those of you who are watching the episode, I wasn't lying. There, there was a nice variety. I got a chance to see some of these images ahead of time before we shared them. So we definitely got a nice mix of different things. All right. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to move into a couple of uh, specific pieces. Let me talk about a couple of products that are coming in the shop, and we'll talk about one that we'll talk at more length next week, but we'll at least give you a little bit of uh, ahead of time, and we'll give credit to the Hockey Cards Gong Show for doing a little breakdown that'll come into play. So first of all, Credentials Hockey is going to be coming into the store, and there's also uh, Moon Knight if you're into uh, the comic character. So credentials is kind of an interesting one because uh, some of the inserts and things uh, you'll have to check out some of the images. Usually we'll be able to do the cardboard connections one, but I did mention to the team that uh, they're kind of working out their own things a little bit. So I won't be able to provide that for you, but you can Google uh, look up 2023 upper deck credentials hockey. There are certain inserts that they do include in there. It is an interesting product. It's one of those ones where I think if you're a player collector or a team collector, there are some nice cards there. That can definitely be interesting. They utilize a little technology. Uh, so maybe we'll touch on it a little bit next week when we talk about Opichi as well. So, But nonetheless, that'll be coming into the story this week. So those are two things to note as far as uh, that portion of it is concerned. Now, in addition, the other thing I want to do here is I'll read a couple of comments from last week's episode. So like I said, if you guys include comments or questions in there, uh, I'll read all some of them. Not all of them, but uh, so we'll touch on a few. So first one was uh, David Mercer. First time tuning in, really enjoyed it. Excellent. Good to hear that uh, you enjoyed it. Next one here, good to hear from Brady. So we had that in there from uh, last week's episode where there was, there was an appearance indirectly <laughs> off screen. So we had that in there. And then Top Pocket Finds here uh, included a little background on Holly Holm. Because I, like I said, I was going from memory on it, but I included a little bit more on Holly Holm here. Holly Holm was a two-division decorated boxing champion, which is true. I, I forgot it has been a little while, but two-division boxing champion, even before she dismantled Ronda and won the championship, she's considered one of the best female boxers to ever do it. So she already had a successful career in boxing, prior to going into MMA, and then she did uh, win the championship in UFC and was a perennial contender beyond that. So a good call out in addition to it, but adding a little piece into that UFC side of things. As I said, if you guys include comments or questions, you're more than welcome to, and that's a good way of uh, reaching. And if you have a direct question, though, that's a little more time sensitive, I do mention it, and I'll scroll it across the bottom of the screen here. Always reach out to the social medias or go to the website directly, because then you'll be able to create a quicker response. We do check out the comments, but You'll get a quicker response if you go through these avenues. we to make sure we include that. Now, I'm going to share this one with you because, as I mentioned, it is something that uh, we'll be coming up here in more discussion next week. 2023, 2024, Opeachy. Thankfully, we're in the current day. We're doing the whole back and forth thing with Upper Deck here. You know, we're going backwards and forwards in time. So return to present day here. This upcoming product here is going to have quite a stack of Connor Bernard cards. Uh, 34 unique cards. Again, credit to Hockey Cards Gone Show for this uh, infographic here. Help it out. But I'll go through a couple of these. Marky Rookies 10 Parallels. Retro Rookie. Marky Rookies 3D. Marky Rookies. Opici Premiere. OPC Platinum Previews. Because, of course, Opici Platinum Previews, you got to have that. Wood Variants. And Top Rookie Bounties. So they, they're they definitely stacking. Now we're starting to get some of the Connor Bedard avalanche that we were waiting on. We were anticipating. It's like We were just waiting for the products to start coming out. So I think this will be the first one that really starts hitting, and we're going to start getting some Connor Bedard cards, and I think we're going to get a better sense of what that market's going to start to look like because up until this point, there had been cards, but not in this kind of volume in one product, and not you know Chicago Blackhawks you know fully fully vested into the Connor Bedard universe. So we'll definitely uh, it'll be interesting to see how people react to this. <clears throat> Even though it's so peachy, it's not the highest end product right now. We just don't have that many options. So Steve, you kind of get what I'm saying with this one is that. We have, we've had some cutter kind of art and it's done some of the cards have done extremely well, but we just haven't had that much regardless, high, medium or low end. So this will be like a first opportunity to get a lot of different potential stuff. Yeah. I think
2: it will sell well too. I just, uh, you know, looked up to see what a uh, few places are pre-selling it for. Um, so it's a good option for those that, you know, won't want to take on the, uh, the, the high dollar uh, issues. But you can still get a nice Bedard in in this set, so I, I think uh, it's going to be you know something for everyone with the Bedard product coming out. So this is definitely an awesome entry level uh, set to put together uh, with some nice Bedard rookies in it. Absolutely,
0: perfect. And as I said, I'll include a link to that uh, post from Hockey Cards Gong Show. Again, the infographic is very helpful. It was nice uh, to be able to see it that way, and it allows you to break it down. So for those of you waiting on some Connor Bedard cards, this will be your first real opportunity to get a nice, mass of stuff to chase, if that's your desire. So that'll be interesting. We'll touch on uh, Opici a little bit more uh, next week. We'll do a little bit of breakdown ourselves and see if we can add a little more information, especially since it'll be closer to coming up. So let's kind of wind down on this one. Uh, We did touch on it briefly. We talked about the trade night, showed the collage. Uh, Sherry mentioned a little bit about the card show and that element of it. And some of the, you know, she was going around the tables and seeing some of the Pokemon cards dropping some Pokemon knowledge. We had some of that going on in this episode, but uh, curious, uh, tell me a little bit about how the card show went, because this is, was the first one in the new venue and everything. So how was that?
3: Yeah, it was fantastic. I think we had about 300 people through the door Um, So it's one of the higher count shows that we've had, but it is at the new location. The venue is really great, spacious, lots of parking. Everybody really seemed to enjoy it, which was nice. Um, So we will be there for 2024 going forward. The future dates will be announced as they become available.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Now, uh, Steve or Blair, did either one of you get a chance to hang out a little bit at the car show as well? I'm just curious about your experiences in it.
2: I wasn't allowed to go to the show i had to come to the store and open so maybe someday <laughs> someday i'll get
1: there i was allowed to go and i did um i'm kind of regretting it because <laughs> so there was a lot of a lot of uh well i didn't get involved in the setup at the breakdown it's a little bit more um uh, labor intensive this site but uh i know like sherry said it was a great venue um got to talk to a lot of the vendors there who I, I know most of. Um they're really positive uh back from that, liked it open, like the setup. Um and uh yeah there was a lot of stuff there. A lot of some new faces, some old faces, uh, a lot of sports and Pokemon. Um yeah it, it seemed to go over really well and Sherry and said well attended. Um and uh Yeah, just uh, positive all around, I think. Glad to have another show. I think that's a big thing. People were really excited to have one because we hadn't had one. Definitely. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. All right. So wind you guys down on this one. So Sherry and uh, Blair, so since you were at the show, did you see anything that caught your eye that you thought was interesting? Uh, Because a lot of times when you go through showcases, sometimes you'll see something that maybe surprises you. It It can be a surprise for whatever reason, but anything that caught your eye or surprised you.
3: Um, I got a few pickups, but there was definitely a lot more Pokemon this time around, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of great options and a lot of great prices. I do collect meme and Mewtwo, So I think I snagged three or four different ones that I didn't have, mm-hmm. uh, which was great to be able to pick them up from somebody locally and do a nice deal there. Um, and what else was there? Oh, well, Blair had his display. That was a nice mm-hmm. display that he had <laughs> not for sale I wasn't,
1: I wasn't gonna bring that up
0: but yeah <laughs> well now now it's been brought up Larry. so now now you're on the you're on the hook sorry
1: well everybody knows i i finished i found my 1911 besna so i decided last minute to bring the set mm-hmm. and just display it not to you know just to let people see it i guess because i figure you don't see them a lot and uh, maybe in Toronto or something. But um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, um, if you don't let people see older things like that, you know, cause mm-hmm. like we see it a lot, people come into the store and it's, they want the new shiny and they don't understand what or see these older things. So from 1911, yeah, I just displayed that and let people see it. So I got got quite a few uh, people asking about it. Some people knew what it was and, um, Went around, yeah, there was quite a bit, even though one of our big vintage dealers wasn't at the show this time, um, I I saw some graded, uh, thought about picking some up, but I didn't, Uh, I was a good boy, Uh, but some 1951 Parker's cards that were there and um, some other vintage uh, sports, so yeah, yep.
0: I think it's fair. I think it's good. It's good when a show has a nice mix. Because it was funny, I missed Brad uh, this weekend, we we were trying to see if we could coordinate because there was a CSE show in Toronto, I wasn't able to make that happen. But I was there for a couple hours. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see a show. I think you would have enjoyed it, Sherry, because they have very much. Uh, so you had your show going on there. What they've yeah. done very much is they've tried to combine all the different elements of it. And mm-hmm. the cosplayers. There were a lot of cosplayers, Uh, but they also had a video game tournament, card tournaments. uh, The Pokemon TCG presence was strong. There was definitely Mm -hmm. a ton of that, but there was still a good complement of sports cards. There was still a good complement. What's funny is usually I go to that show. I don't normally find too much for my collection. Once in a blue moon, I'll find some stuff here and there. Sometimes I find some stuff, honestly, that'll just flip on eBay Mm -hmm. or or whatever that I'm going to do with my, my, my purposes. But in this case, I ended up making only one purchase. I bought a 1953 Topps Whitey Ford card. So it was, uh, it was uh, not exactly what I went in there to get, but I saw it and the price was right and the card was good. So I thought I was able to come up with a good, a good deal with them. And uh, it's not a set that I'm quote unquote working on, but it's kind of in my pipeline. So I have a checklist of those ones that as I scratch them off, when I get over to it, then I'll, I'll have my checklist ready to go, but you never know what you're going to find. I like sometimes going to a show with an open mind and I don't have a preconceived notion of what I expected. I bring a little money and we'll see what happens and, in that case, I came out came out of it with uh, with a vintage card where I wasn't necessarily going in there to specifically look for one. You never know. Oh, that's
3: nice. awesome!
0: Perfect. So I think we'll call that as an episode. It's a good one. Uh, as I mentioned uh, before, I'll repeat it again, uh, folks. If you do check this out, well, number one, like button. Second, uh, we do appreciate the the influx of subscribers. More of those. We're getting closer. We're at 225. We're getting closer to 250. So we need to keep bumping that up. We're getting closer. Yeah, we're getting closer to it. We're getting closer. Uh, the other piece of the, the element is that we'd also love to get, if you've got any ideas for things you'd like to hear about or know about uh, things that are happening in the store or uh, a little bit of knowledge or information, if you want to understand a little bit more about how some of them, some of the things are done. Steve talked about a couple of times here about consignments. Well, we can always touch on the topic of like, okay, so a consignment comes in. How is that? How is that arranged? What does that look like? A little bit of the background. So those are the kinds of things. A little insight they can be given, uh, or you can ask, you know, uh, Blair uh, more information about museum quality displays, or you know, setting up of these things. You know, pointing at the Vesna and then being like, "What the heck is that?" Or you can ask him about all the Pokemon, and uh, and that that should be very entertaining. I think that would be wonderful. <laughs> I think those are the kinds of questions that we need to make sure we bring here. So with that said, uh, more more episodes coming up as we go forward. Uh, we're definitely starting to get now the influx of products. So with that Opeachy, now you see that we're starting to get the Connor Bedard stuff is starting to creep in, and I think that's going to make for a very interesting couple of months here as uh, more products are starting to come out as we're getting closer and closer to Series Two. Because when we get to Series Two, it's going to get really interesting really fast, and business is going to pick up from that sense. So we'll definitely get more into that. But I want to thank you, Sherry, Blair, Steve. Uh, for joining me this is another episode of the amg hobby talk thank you very much and we will catch you the next one